something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. Oh my gosh, I already have so much I want to talk about. <laughs> but we need to talk about our guest first. We do. Not about her like in a bitchy way. She's well, in she's the room. sitting right here, so that would <laughs> we'll be awkward. Wait until she leaves to like really talk shit about her. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and we're starting like that. Yeah, no. welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want to bring in our guest. Um, she is an actress. She is also a talented voiceover artist. And she is also our buddy Ramsey Millette's wife. Yeah. who helped us out with our audio, if you've heard all the way to the end of our show. Mm-hmm. Um, and her name is Danielle Kaplowitz. Hello. Welcome. Hey. Hey. Thanks for having me, you guys. We're super excited. Oh, my God. Yay. I can't even wait to like to dive in. Well, it's funny <laughs> because when we first talked about having this podcast and your husband helped us set up a lot of the audio equipment because he's an audio mixer. He's like a professional audio dude. He's professional. Yeah. 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 He's like Can a I pro. say? That's what he does. Um, <laughs> we mentioned like, hey, would you want to come on the show? Because he's married, you know? Yeah. And he kind of like had an interest in when we told him the topic of the podcast. And immediately was like, you should have on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, you were him. nominated. <laughs> I really appreciate that. He is the sweetest, most wonderful person in the world. He knows lots about audio. But he's not a- amazing at staying on topic when telling a story. He's very big in, uh, in tangents. So he was like, I'm going to go off on too many tangents. So you need to just go do it. And I was like, okay. So that's <laughs> We call him Tangent Boy. That's just what we do. So <laughs> That's amazing. So before we dive into your wedding, um, I did want to talk for a hot second about um, the royal wedding because I can't stop. It's getting closer. Oh, God, it's in May. So um, <laughs> Very uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are getting married. And I guess it came up on a talk show the other day when she was just chatting casually. Mel B of the Spice Girls sort of insinuated that the Spice Girls would be performing at the reception. At the reception. As the Spice Girls? Yeah. Yep. What? Like fucking all of them. Reunited. And so I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want to get <laughs> <laughs> is to go to that wedding. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, apparently they're also opening it up so a certain number of normals can get in. There's some sort of lottery what? going on. <gasps> Yeah, where a certain number of actual like British citizens or whatever get to go to the wedding. Just normal people. I'm How telling you, they're having part of the this? best wedding. The yeah. best wedding. I'm sure they're probably just like in a certain quarantine section. You're not really going to the reception or anything, but you get to like physically witness it. Wait, but do I live under a rock? Because I thought, do they still, I didn't even know that they still perform. Oh, we're together. back to the Spice Girls? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Let's get, no, I'm saying that a normal person could not only see this, but potentially maybe see the Spice Girls, but I feel like they wouldn't perform at the ceremony. They'd probably perform at the reception. Totally. Um, well, they performed at the closing ceremonies of the London Olympics, oh. which wasn't that long ago. No. I, I remember that, that, but yes, okay. But I think that, but again, Melby just kind of insinuated that, but you can't put that out in the world and then not commit. So if Melby was doing that to make sure that it did happen, that bitch is clever. Because <laughs> <laughs> how disappointed are we all going to be now if they don't perform at their wedding? Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. They right? Have to. They have to. Apparently, Harry was like a huge fan of them when he was like a little boy. It was well known. 
which is like so so cute cute. i love him i know oh he's he's terrific i love them i love everything about this dumb wedding (laughs) (laughs) and i have no real involvement in i'm not british just (laughs) a spectator just on the other side of the pond with my little hands under my chin just like gazing up at them being like you go kids oh my god is she gonna is she gonna ride in the open thing i don't know I don't know if we know all the details yet about what they're going to do. I haven't he, caught up on the podcast I listened to about the royal wedding because I do listen to a podcast about the royal wedding. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, I've already mm-hmm. told I've, the listeners know, so I don't feel as embarrassed. But yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know exactly what she's going to be riding in on. Well, because, you know, um, Kate like came in like it was like a glass car. Yeah. And you could see in the whole time. Yeah. And she was just waving. I felt so bad for her because. I mean, she just had to keep waving and waving. That's what they have to do. They yeah. just have to wave to everybody for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. I mean, but then you get to marry a prince. So yeah. it's like, I you mean, know. I don't feel that bad for her. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's like I had to print my own invitations. <laughs> she just has to wave. But that arm, man, that's probably pretty stiff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she probably was a little drunk at that point though, right? Would you even notice? You think so? No. Really? You think already? You think she was stone cold sober. The yes. entire I morning. I actually do. I do too. Yeah. I, I think, think she had at least one glass of champagne no before way. getting in that car. No way. I'm not saying drunk. I just mean, mm, one day I want to figure wow. this out. Well, look at you. You're thinking about it. No, I think she did not. <laughs> I don't think she did. Guys, we're going to have a poll. I don't think they allow <laughs> that. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. It's probably mm-hmm. a pretty controlled scenario. She right. watched over. Like we all did that, or I did. I oh have, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Of course. But like, <laughs> did you watch it? The royal life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you did you stay up late and watch it? And did you drink? I couldn't drink because it was so early in the morning for us in L.A. But oh, I you definitely know, remember. I'm just saying, like, I drank on my wedding. Oh okay. Day. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think she would have been like able to because like Queen Elizabeth would have been like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> but the reception she would have, right? Of course, I okay. think. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, but maybe, maybe not. All <laughs> eyes were on her. You don't want to make a misstep. Oh, man. So. so anyway, that's our weekly update of this freaking wedding I'm obsessed with. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But I had to let you know because that Spice Girls thing is amazing. It's awesome. I read that and actually said out loud to my phone and no one around me. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Okay, so let's get in to the yes. actual wedding and wedding history of our guests. Yes. Okay. Who I, we were talking beforehand, who really did her homework. You tried to figure out how many weddings you went to. You really thought about it. I really you were did think about it. Prepared as a guest. Yeah. Which we appreciate. It's good. Thank we you. We respect. Thank you. <laughs> so, as you already know, because you're ready for this, mm-hmm. um, how old were you? Oh, wait. Let me just explain a little bit more of the structure of the show if you're a new listener. Yeah. After you're done, listen to me prattle on about the freaking world royal wedding every episode we have um listeners submit confessionals anonymously okay and then um we have a guest on so we like to talk to the guests first to figure out your personal history with weddings so that when we get to the confessionals we have a little more of an idea of your perspective and where you're coming from got it so with that in mind how old were you when you went to your first wedding i was a little under two. Oh. So you don't remember this shit at all. No, No, there's a there's only stories. So it's not that exciting. I didn't walk down the aisle. I was the flower girl. I didn't do it. It was my mom's cousin. Yeah, I didn't do it. Then very shortly thereafter, when I was two or almost. And no, I was three. 
I was a flower girl at my aunt's wedding and I did walk down the aisle. But okay. again, I, I do remember You're that so wedding. little. That's a lot really? to expect of a two-year-old. It is. They would do it. That's probably why I didn't do it. It was too little. But three, <laughs> I did it. I walked down. Yeah. Did, it. did you throw the flat like the little petals? petals? Uh, no, on the video you can see it, and I just walk down. And I'm like looking at everybody, and then I, it's really very cute. And then at the end, I just um, throw like one petal, and then my dad, <laughs> my dad carries me away. You just like mailed it, and you're, you're like, like, whatever. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I phoned it. In I was supposed end. to do something. <laughs> I'm like, here's your damn petals. No. <laughs> just like, Love is dead. Yeah. <laughs> What is this place? No. Uh, no, so that, yeah, that was my very first wedding. But then I really didn't ha- go to a lot of weddings until then when you are at the age where everyone is having weddings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In your 20s. So when you were like a kid or teenager that was like. I didn't go to any weddings when I was a kid or a teenager other than those two. Oh, wow. And then maybe like uh, maybe late, late teens, like 19, 20. Then I went to a couple of like older cousins that got married. And then it was just like when all of my friends started getting married. Yeah. Wow, so I've, I've, I, you asked how many weddings I went to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it was somewhere between like 28 and 35. I know I'm missing some. I, I like wrote down everyone that I could remember. I went on Facebook to look at like all the pictures, <laughs> but I couldn't fully remember. So somewhere with it's somewhere in that range. So she apologizes if she forgot your wedding. Yeah. You know who you are out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So have you, uh, when you started going to the weddings later of friends, were you ever a part of the wedding? Bridesmaid or maid of honor? Yes, I was a bridesmaid five times. Uh, Wow. Including just this past uh, August when I was um, a bridesmaid in my brother's wedding for my sister-in-law. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. Were you pregnant then? No you had a baby, right? Okay. I had a baby, but uh, she was six months. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And my son was the ring bearer. He was oh, three. And yeah. then the baby, we left her at home. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't come. That's fair. Yeah. Were you expected to do a lot then being a bridesmaid with like a, an infant? Um, like, did I, you have to I didn't have so many stuff? duties. No, because um, she had her very, very best friend was the maid of honor. Okay, cool. But it was just a very they know this like it was a very stressful weekend for me only because i had so much fun at each event yeah but in between just getting the child care situated like yeah. it, it was a very stressful weekend it's a lot it was a lot like i was leaving the, you know the baby for the first time with uh people i didn't know it was in new york city i live in la so it was like a lot of logistics and then their wedding didn't start till six o'clock at night, and my son was the ring bearer. He goes to bed at seven thirty. We let him stay up till eight thirty. He was like falling apart. Then we had to like get him home. So Ramsey like ran. My husband ran him home, and then came back, and like it was just crazy. So it was just like a a nutty experience, but it was a wonderful wedding. We had the best time. Like once it was happening, but the buildup was very stressful. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Coordinating coordinating kids. It was stressful. Yeah. <laughs> So now that we talked about other people's weddings, mm-hmm. do, uh, we want to dive into yours. Okay. Okay. First of all, Ramsey, your husband, mm-hmm. how did you guys meet? Okay. We met, um, I moved to LA in 2004 and we met because we lived in the same building. Aww. Oh, interesting. Yep. So I moved into Hot the building. neighbor. Right. <laughs> and this is a really great story. It's very fast, but my roommate at the time went down to the laundry room to do her laundry. She meets a guy. She runs back upstairs and she goes, I just met the man of your dreams in the laundry room. What? She knew like that I would just like be so into it. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then so what'd I would, you do? Grab a load of dirty clothes and head down? No, but like just, not far from just it. Just lingerie. I'm pretty like, I'm pretty outgoing and forward. So I was like, really? Well, I got to go see who he is. And I like didn't, I, I wasn't like, oh God, do you think we should like, I don't know, make a plan? I was like, no, let's just go down and say hi. Yeah. So I went down. Was he just still sitting there with his laundry? No, it was like he just had, <laughs> she went down. The, the, it was like some weird little laundry room in the back of the building, but he had just thrown it in and then gone back to his apartment. Yeah. Which was literally right underneath this us because it was like a two story and we had a staircase. And yeah. He was at the bottom of the staircase. So um, she came up. We were having some people over that night randomly because it was the Grammys. I remember 2004 Grammys. Hey, yeah, uh, was most, the song of the year. The most romantic right. Grammys of all. The, yeah, totally. And I went downstairs with her and we knocked on the door and she's like, hey, this is my roommate, Danielle. She just wanted to say hi. And do you, you want to come to our Grammy party tonight? And like I opened the door and I was like, all right. I mean, maybe like I wasn't like, oh, this is it. <laughs> I mean, he was super cute. But like at the time, he sort of parted his hair weird. And like we've had some oh major major improvements since then you scrubbed him up good oh yeah totally made him over but anyway he came to the he came to the grammy party and we ended up having a really fun night he met all all of my friends like he met them all the same night that he met me so it was a that's very so funny. strange yeah and then we just hung out and we talked all night and then from there it was just sort of like i was like okay i really like that guy yeah did you ask him out on a date or did he ask you (sighs) no because I met him when I was 22 and I was I had like no game and my game was to be like let's be best friends so I just went that route for like two years no oh wow what but like it was so obvious that we liked each other but like he didn't it was terrible she didn't want to ruin the friendship yeah and he lived in the building oh but then we did ruin that when then we went to a party we got drunk we made out and then (laughs) from there it was a total uh, we call it the dark years (laughs) as a joke but just because it was like two years of just like i don't know if i could date you because we might ruin our friendship and i was like I don't care about our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have enough friends. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But I was, it was a lot of back and forth. And yeah. then finally, I like stopped talking to him for like three months and moved out of that apartment. And wow. he was like very sad without me. And that's when he like reached out. And then I was like, we can try again. But this is literally the last chance you have because I can't like keep doing this because I really care about you. Yeah. And then he he got it together from 2006 to now. No breaks. Wow. Yeah. So wow. we've been like officially, officially together for 12 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Aw. So that was good. so cute. I mean, young, messy dumbness. Exactly. Yeah. best friends. Exactly. But I'm in love with you. And it worked out. I like well, how you drew the line and was like. I mean, sometimes ultimatums need to be set. Well, I drew the line, but I mean, I did. We didn't talk about like, the amount of times that I was like on the floor, like crying, like convulsing over like this like person Aww. who was like it. This it was just that like young twenties like yeah. immature like I just love you like love like it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All consuming. All, con- all oh. consuming. Yep. Oh, well, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny how after you have children, you're like, I can't believe that's even a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just like, I mean, I love him, but it's just like, we've been through so much. It's like, I can't believe like, I used to cry on the floor over you. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> now I'm just like crying because of something like annoying that you did. No, but it's just like, it's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. So how did he propose? Okay. So he proposed. Um, I'm from Connecticut right outside of New York. So he wanted to propose when we went home for Thanksgiving because then he wanted to like, you know, have my family be able to celebrate. Wait, where is Ramsey from originally? He's from Denver. Oh, OK. Yeah. So um, we went we always pretty much go to Connecticut for Thanksgiving and then we always would spend a few days in New York while we were there. That's cool. And um, we were staying at my cousin's apartment because she wasn't there. So she let us have the apartment and we had tickets in to, New York City in New York. Gotcha. City. New York. OK. She was oh. on the Upper East Side and we woke up in her apartment that morning and I had said to him the day before, I was like, oh, you know, I feel like we just have been like so crazy. Let's just have like a chill morning tomorrow because I'm just like, I'm so tired. I had no idea he was going to propose. None. If I did, I wouldn't have been so heinous because I was pretty heinous because we get up in the morning and he starts to like, like rush me. And I was like, Rams, I told you last night, like, I I, I just want to have, like, a morning. Like, why are you, like, getting me out the door? And he was like, no, I really want to go to this breakfast place. And I was like, okay, we'll go to breakfast. Like, just, I just want, like, five seconds. <laughs> and so we start going to breakfast. And he's like, and then I want to go to Central Park and take pictures. And I was like, but it's raining. And he was like... <laughs> Because his plan was, I got to go to Central Park and propose on this bridge that you love and da da da. And like, it was so sweet, but it was just so like. He but he so, can't tell you the intent. He can't right, tell me right. the intent. He's such a nervous wreck. He's not good at like playing it cool. So we were just, I was just like, and I'm like a logistics queen. So I was like, why would we go? Oh, we were seeing a matinee on the West Side, a Broadway matinee. And yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, why would we go to Central Park right now without the tickets? So we're going to go to West Side to go to the East Side to go to the West Side. What are you doing? We're going to be like so late for the show. Yeah. I was getting so mad at him. We were basically <laughs> oh, no. almost about to have a fight. We're yeah. on 66th and 3rd. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, hang on, I got to tie my shoe. And I'm like, okay. And I start walking. And I'm like, where is he? And I turn around and he's on one knee. No. Yes. He just because gave up on the Central Park. He gave up on the situation. Yeah. And he was like, and I was like, oh no, oh no, I don't know. That's the best way to win a fight ever. <laughs> right? I just stood with my hands over oh my, my mouth God. for like, no. t- I felt like it was an hour, but it was probably like a minute. But I was right. like, oh. I am a monster. (laughs) (laughs) And also, oh my God. Yeah. There was so many emotions. And he was like kind of laughing at that point because he's like, oh, he felt so much better that he had just been like the cat's out of the bag. I think the whole secret thing was making him a nervous wreck. Sure. (laughs) So we were just on 66th and 3rd and he just held it open. And he was almost like, see, this is what I was trying to do. I was like, like, cracking up. And then I was like crying and laughing. Thing and it was a whole thing and then he was just like um I love you you know will you marry me and I was like yes and then I put the ring on and then all these people that's what I was gonna ask you're in Manhattan yeah. on the right street in the middle. so many people were yeah. coming up to us and they're like oh my god you oh, you just saw you guys got engaged that's amazing <laughs> like it was all these people and then, then this like mom with three kids was walking by and she was like good luck you know it was just like <laughs> <laughs> literally like we were getting this old lady this old lady was like uh 
I had a husband once. I mean, it was like, <laughs> and then people were excited, but it was like so New York. It was like all the emotions. Every personality. Yeah. yeah. It was, Everyone it was will actually, tell you exactly what they're thinking. Exactly. There's no filter. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was perfect. It was actually, we like love that story so much. We tell it all the time and it's just like, it, it's a good story. And of course, like I, of course I almost ruined it. Of course I did. Well, in your, in your defense, like on your perspective, you're like, why are you being so unreasonable and illogical and also like be chill I'm on vacation I want to sleep in for a minute like calm down that's what I was thinking and I was just like ongoing thread of whoever who's being proposed to is like why are you being crazy today (laughs) (laughs) I know and like I was like if I had known I would have been like let me get my slicker yeah let's go to Central Park that sounds amazing but I was like why would we go there it's pouring right I was so confused And he was acting crazy, but whatever. That's so cute. I was super cute. So then we went. Then we went and saw that show. Yeah, what show was it? At the time, Ragtime. Okay, I I couldn't even Ragtime. Yeah, it was the revival of it, and I like couldn't even focus because I'm looking at the ring the whole time and I was like I can't believe like, I gotta tell I gotta tell people why I am I t- sitting in a show I, yeah I did and I'm like a musical theater freak and I was like I can't sit in this show right yeah. now yeah um but we did and then we left and then we got back on the train and then my whole family was waiting at the house so they knew this was happening they knew it was happening oh, my mom helped cool. get the ring like it was a whole thing oh that's sweet Aww, yeah so you went from Manhattan back to Connecticut yeah and saw everybody and that was basically an engagement party that you didn't know was happening pretty much like a big yeah. like family dinner that's yeah cool. Cool. Yeah. Oh, he did well. He did well. He did well. Aw. So. Having your mom help. That's really cute. It was, they, they're very close. Really? Aww, that's they really That's are. really sweet. It's really yeah. sweet. They have like a really good relationship. And my dad too with him. So. Oh, Ramsey man. Yeah. Yeah. Good egg. <laughs> He's a good egg. It's a good ring too. I'm looking at it. Right oh, now. thank you. Hey girl. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so after you get engaged mm-hmm. in New York on a street corner with strangers, <laughs> um, how did you immediately start planning the wedding or were you like, I need a minute? Yeah, I was kind of like, uh, I wasn't like a bridezilla, like, oh, I need to start like right this second. But I did know that you have to, if you know what you want and you know, like you got to get the venue right away because like weddings are so much more popular than they were back in the day, like the way the weddings work. So I was just like, oh, if we at least have to pick a date soon, get a venue and then we can chill. And then like it ramps up like more like six months before you start to like really start with. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you, you you said earlier that you're kind of an organized person and you're the planner type. So Mm -hmm. immediately your brain is like, I want to plan this. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely like, I want to plan this, but I'm not like, plan. I'm not type A in the sense where I'm like, oh, it has to be this. And it has, I wasn't like that, but I was like, let's just think about what we want to do and let's go look at a couple venues and then let's set the date. So we set the date like probably a few months after we got engaged. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. How and then far it was like away? Uh, a year and nine months. Okay, cool. Okay. A lot so, of yeah, time. A lot of time. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. Smart. So you live in LA. His family's from Denver. Your family's from Connecticut. Where did you get married? In Connecticut. Okay. I wanted to get married in a barn really bad. Oh. In a Connecticut barn. So that's what we did. Oh, cute. Yeah. It was really, it was great. Did you get to tour a bunch of different barns? You know what? There was this one barn. I'm also very decisive. So I was kind of like, I think this is the place. I saw it online and I was like, let's just go look at it. And if we love it, we'll book it. And we loved it and we booked it. Like I didn't need, I didn't need to see like a hundred different barns. I was like, this is literally perfect. So it was in Middletown, Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. So was it, would it be local for your family? It was still about an hour away for 
uh, where I live in Connecticut, but oh. I have family in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. His family was mostly um, Ramsey's parents are from the South. So okay. a lot of the people are coming up from the South. So most of the people besides like our close friends in L.A. were on the East Coast. OK, mm-hmm. so it was really you got to pick somewhere, man. Gotta it's going to be inconvenient to somebody. It's like, going to be inconvenient. It is and I is. had a, um, a grandma. Uh, she passed away this past year, but she I was like, she's not going to be able to travel to L.A. And same with my other grandparents. So I was just like, let's just do it on the East Coast. Then they can come. That's cool. Yeah. Do you remember the name of that? Is there like a venue like the venue where you got married? Is it yes. specific? Do you know oh, what yes. it's called? Oh, yes. It's okay. called the Barnes at Wesleyan Hills. Oh, and it's in Middletown, Connecticut. It's is where that Wesleyan, Wesleyan College. Is. College? Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same that's town. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. And we stayed at the hotel that's like right on the strip where like the college town is. So it was it was great. It was a great weekend and it was a destination. So everyone stayed in the hotel. It felt very like com- like wedding camaraderie. It wasn't all people. One person staying there. One person staying there. It was like everyone was together the entire weekend. So it was nice. That's, that's cool. Fun. Mm-hmm. How many people? Um, we ended up having 178. The venue could not handle more than 190. Okay. And yeah. we invited, <laughs> we invited 270. Oh. And we were like, please, 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 please. Yeah. And I, like, we, th- I those were the I'm biggest fights. Oh. Wow. Th- well, those were the biggest fights about like with our parents and with his parent, like just about the, the list. I mean, the list. Oh, the just, list is hard. It is. Especially oh. when you have a cap of size and it's, and it's hard and it's like locked in. It's like, no, this is it. The fire marshal says this is it. Totally. It was list issues for us. But we got so lucky because a lot of his mom's older friends didn't come, didn't make the trip. Yeah. And then some people that like I invited that I really didn't care if they came or not. They didn't come. You know, some people didn't come that I cared about, but some people just didn't come and it was fine. And I was like, when we ended up with 178, the woman there was like, this is the number for this barn. You're like in the perfect number. Oh, good. So we were like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> even with list issues. <laughs> so well, and also because with a destination, you feel like there's going to be more people not coming than if you're getting married in like where you live. Exactly. So you definitely you, you rolled the dice. We rolled the dice, <laughs> and I was so freaked out about it. So, but it worked out. Um. So, did you have a bridal party too, or no? Mm-hmm. How many people? Um. I had nine. <laughs> Nine bridesmaids. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Nine bridesmaids and a man of honor. Wow. Ten. Nice. Mm-hmm. Who was the man of honor? My friend, my best friend, Dan. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Aww. So Dan was the man of honor. And did Ramsey have as many people on his side to even it out? He did. I think he had nine or ten. Yeah. He might have had nine or ten. Yeah, you guys roll deep. D- Dan kind of spent time with us and with Ramsey throughout the day. Even though he's the man of honor, he was like on my side at the wedding. He yeah. also hung out with the groomsmen during the day because he's close with Ramsey as well. So yeah. it was sort of a that kind of a situation. But yeah, no, it was um, it was great. We had a big wedding party. We did the traditional like get everybody in there, and it was really I I for me that was like really fun because I had like low drama bridesmaids i'm sorry ruth is crying at the door can you help me yep. Pam? hold on i know she went on her little doggy walk and she ate dinner and now she wants to be a part of this Come hi, on, ruth. hi ruth Come join the party. yeah ruth, ruth loves red barns i don't know if you know this about her <laughs> huge fan she just needs to know about the barn wedding yeah she loves barns true oh she's so cute 
god. Welcome to the chaos of this recording. It's so <laughs> amazing. I was like Okay. So anyway. Um Okay, so now we always want to hear what was the best part of your wedding and also the worst. Okay. So I think the best part of the wedding, I mean, this might be just like a very universal answer, but for me, it was like having every single person that I like love so much all in the same place at one time where you could just like see everybody and they were just there and like the love in the room was just like, it was just abundant and it was wonderful. And um, we just had a lot of fun party people and everyone mm-hmm. was dancing. I mean, it was just like, it, I've been to weddings where like no one danced. Those are the worst. And I was like, what is this? I've yeah. been to those weddings And I like, was, I was like, let me just try to get this going. They're always like, <laughs> the dance floor is really big and brightly lit. And like, there's and no one on everyone, it. And usually like the bride and groom are kind of shyer to begin with. And it's like, you not maybe just don't have a dance floor but yeah, i guess you like feel like you have to and there's like this dj that's just trying so hard i know it's like really sad i have so been to a few of those where really? i was just like i don't believe this but <laughs> our wedding was our wedding wasn't like that thank god and everyone was dancing having the best time well i think again if the bride and groom if their priority is like we are dancing you oh know yeah. What I mean? yeah i'm sorry ruth wants to leave now oh. you are a drama queen tonight yeah Mm. The Oscar goes to Little ding dong Woman Ruthie Just sass All her sass So So, funny Yeah no but I'm totally I totally love a good dance party It was a great dance party And then oh another little tidbit that I had That my mom is like an arts and crafts Like lady calligrapher like she's literally born to help people make their weddings look really cool with like vintage inspired like goodness and she like it was amazing so she like with the barn theme like she got like old furniture and like you know made it look so cool she really did like it was a lot of diy at my wedding it was all because of my mother because i'm actually not really great at that kind of stuff i'm great at looking and being like oh i know i want that but i have no idea how to to execute it it. Yeah. yeah So she was amazing at helping me do that. But anyway, side note, um, that was another really good part of my wedding. Sure. Best part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a coordinator or was it just? I did, but not for the whole time. Just mm-hmm. I had like a day of person. Yeah. Um, but I did meet with them like probably like a f- they were more than a day of. Like they coordinated a few things towards the end, like all the, you know, somebody has to be there to like greet the vendors and like tell them where to go. And yep. yeah, so. The the place helped with that too, but I had I had a person there doing That's it. That's cool. Yeah, and setting up the decorations, like they all did. They did that whole thing. Right on. Yeah. So worst, let us know. Mm. Okay, so the there's two <laughs> worsts. There's two. two. Well, oh. <laughs> the worst, the worst part of the actual day of the wedding was that. Um, my dress. My dress was a disaster. No. no. Well, I didn't love it to begin with. And like, so the day I went. Why to, did you choose it then? I don't know. You just needed to check it off the list. No, it's not even that. It was a very like weird emotional experience because I kind of knew what I wanted, but like I wasn't finding it. I flew into New York um, for something else, but that was the weekend we were going to go do the dress thing because my mom wanted to be there with me and she wanted to. Oh, yeah. We so wanted to go, go to Kleinfeld, that yes. store. Yes. Wait, did oh, you go to Kleinfeld? I went to Kleinfeld, guys. <gasps> oh, my God. 
<laughs> I met all the people who are on Say Yes to the Dress. Did you say yes to the dress? I said yes to the dress, but I think I said yes to the wrong dress. You're that episode. Oh, or at the end oh, where like no. they put up the track and was like, and she came back. Danielle came back two weeks later and picked another dress. Right. And, and we I, as the audience never see it and it feels very unsatisfying. Exactly. <laughs> I should have um, probably gone back two weeks later. But that's hard dress. because you didn't live there and you right. wanted to do yeah. it with your mom. Yeah. It oh. was just one of those things where, but I, what, what was weird about me and I don't know why I did this, but we left the, we left Kleinfeld. I had said yes to the dress and we went out for lunch and I was just like, I don't know guys, I don't think this is the right dress. My cousin was there too. I was like, I don't think this is the right dress. And my mom was like, well, the, what do you mean it's not the right dress? We just got the dress. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just having a feeling. Oh. I don't think it's the right dress. And she was like, well, then let's go back. Let's go back right now and let's get the right dress. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. I was I was being weird. I don't know why I was being so weird about it. I liked it, but I wasn't like in love with it. But I didn't think that I was going to find any better options. Yeah. What's well, also one of those things where it's the few times in your life where you're like, I have to try on clothes, but also entertain and satisfy other people. I know. You it's know, because think weird. about if you're mm-hmm. buying jeans and sometimes buying jeans is just awful and they don't fit right and you have to go. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's like there's no one else there. Maybe you have one buddy that's also trying on clothes, but you don't have five people being like, are those the jeans? Oh, yeah. It's very <laughs> like. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot it of is. pressure to just be like, to say, this is the one that everyone goes, yay. Yeah. And it's like this ending. But you're like, if I'm not feeling it. Ugh. I know. So, that, so, so you kept that dress. Yeah. I kept the dress. Okay. I wore the dress on the day of my wedding and I felt fine about it. Oh, God. Looking back, I'm just like, I really hate that dress. But <laughs> like when you look at pictures, you're like, ugh. Yes, although the our photographer was so amazing that there are certain like angles that I'm just like it looks really pretty there. But okay. but most of most of the pictures I'm like mm. <laughs> not most of the pictures, but mo- the day of I was just frustrated with it. But yeah. then yeah. it started to unravel at the <gasps> bottom. What? No. And this is not a cheapo one. Like this, you went to well, Kleinfeld's. They, guess what? Yeah, all, all of them are cheap, by the way. Really? Even if they're like ten thousand dollars, they're made so crappily because they make they're like one day dresses. So right. even if they're so expensive, they're poorly made. And this one was poorly made, even though it was thousands of dollars. And yeah. it was like it just started unraveling. So I was so pissed. That I just like my cousin who wasn't my maid of honor, but she might as well have been because I had a man of honor. I was Mm -hmm. like, and she's in fashion and she's like the person I go to for any, I'm like, I was like, cut the dress, just cut the dress. She's like, give me the scissors. (gasps) I'm like, I was like, just get a fucking pair of scissors and cut the bottom of the dress. I just want to have fun and I'm not having fun if this dress is unraveling and I can't dance and I can't do anything. Right. So it was like epic. Like she was in the bathroom with me with a couple of my other bridesmaids. Yes. And everyone was like, cut it. And we were like, (laughs) (laughs) and we like cut the dress. So even though it was actually the worst part, we have like a very funny memory of it. Very cool memory. But then I like went like half my wedding with like a cut dress on the bottom. And what do you mean by cut? Yeah. Did you go shorter? It was, there were some tears, like some pickups. Okay. And so the pickups, the stitching sort of just like came out like they were just like held by a stitch and the stitch sort of came out and then the other stitch came out and it was like it was unraveling. So the pickups were coming out and then it was too much fabric on the bottom. Right. It's a pickup. Yeah. So that's what we cut. So it was still trip over your dress. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So but then it was just like this weird. It just it wasn't what the dress was. Well, the silhouette at that point is just completely destroyed. Destroyed. But. We also, 
all like the main pictures had already been taken yeah. and I was just kind of like I just want to have fun. Yeah, fuck so it. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not wearing you it again. Yeah. So. You're not wearing it again. You clearly can't sell it. It's falling apart. It's falling apart. But side note, my mom was frustrated about it and was like, oh, we just spent so much money on it. I'm so frustrated. Sure. So she did take the dress back to Kleinfeld because they really are wonderful there. And she spoke to them and was like, listen, I don't want my money back. But like we had she had like to cut her dress. It was so she was really like it was her wedding day and she was cutting the dress and it was so sad. So they didn't like take take they didn't do anything. But they, what they did was that they rehemmed the bottom for me just so that it was like a nice hem and they cleaned it and then they gave it to us. So it's like they they tried, they, they tried to make it better. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Kleinfeld. Oh, man. <laughs> um, oh, my God. But yeah. Oh, so that was kind of heinous. And then the other kind of worst part of the wedding was that um, I had it, it ended up not being a big deal because it but I lost a friend in the in the uh, planning process. Oh. oh, like you broke up. Well, remember, I told you about my roommate who told me I met the man of <laughs> your dreams in the laundry room. Yeah. yeah, she and I broke up right before my wedding. Oh man! Yeah, and because was, of the wedding or just other things? No, so um, it was very strange. She's a, she was a very very like needy friend, but I like really really loved her, and I just was always like there for her. And she moved back to New York from L.A., and we were still obviously such good friends. And she met this guy who was not nice, and was like, "I'm getting married to him." And then I went to their wedding, and they got married, and then she like had an affair. Because she hated him. And then like six months later, they were divorced. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that was when I was planning my wedding. Cool. Okay. And I had list issues, as I mentioned. Yeah. So I, and she was a bridesmaid. And I just sent out um, invitation to just her. She sure. didn't get a plus one. Nobody got plus ones. So she called me and was like, hey, I can't believe you didn't give me a plus one. Like, you know, I'm going through a divorce. And I was like. Then that would mean that you would wouldn't need a plus one. Why? I was like, yes. great, because I was like, well, as, but I was so sweet about it. And I was like, no, I know you're going through a divorce, but no one's getting a plus one. And I was like, she was like, yeah, but I've met this new guy and I really like him. And I think we're going to be like, it's like the real deal. And I would really like him to be able to come. And I was like, okay, well, I have um, my best friend, Rachel, and my other best friend, Allison, who are also bridesmaids, who just started dating guys in the last four months. And I want to be if I can't invite all three, then I'm not inviting any. So it's fair. And my other mm -hmm. girls were like, oh, of course, just let us know if we can bring them. Right. And I was like, yeah, let me just get the responses back. And if we have room, I'll totally extend the invite to you guys bringing your new boyfriend. Yeah, they go on the, the, the B squad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but also and, as a bridesmaid, just as a side note, like you are so busy and you're doing so many things with the wedding party. The plus ones are often by themselves. Of course. So like them just showing up and, you know, why I don't there's no reason for them to be there. There's no really. No. And I, I well, just also the whole point of the bridesmaid is to make your life easier. Well, she, there's that. <laughs> there's no chance that this specific friend would ever do that. Oy. But we just ended up having. I asked my other bridesmaids, am I being crazy? And they were all like, no, this is like, that's insane. So um, it just kind of, she, I was like, we basically just had like a huge falling out over that. And wow. She didn't, wasn't a bridesmaid, didn't come to the wedding. We haven't spoken since. Shit. What? And that's like really. What a 
dumb hill for that girl to die on, man. No, yes. it was so sad. Right. I've, I don't. I haven't lost a lot of friends in my life, and so right. that was just yeah. like it was a little traumatic. But Ramsey um, knows her for a long time too, and we we both agreed that it was probably for the best. Honestly, it was one of those people that like just we don't have a lot of dramatic friends, and they caused like quite a bit of drama. So. Yeah, it was okay. I but mean, you don't actually want drama on your wedding day either. No, yeah. but it was it was sad. To it's just, a bummer. It was a bummer. Yeah. Ugh. Over a plus one. I mean, I guess that's the over a plus one. Which guess what? I totally had room, by the way, and invited my other friends' boyfriends, and right because you had the one seventy eight, and you could yep. go up to one ninety. Yep. I knew the numbers. Yep. yep. So just, it was totally fine. But I just had asked her to let me get responses first, and she just was like. I can't believe you would do that. You know, I'm so upset about my divorce. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's my wedding. I'm. Yeah, that's also weird for somebody who's gotten married, not to shit on her. But usually the the thought process is once you've been through a wedding on your end, you're much more sensitive and mindful of what is a pain in the ass to people that are currently planning their weddings. That's what I thought. But she was always saying, um. I would never do this. I would never do this. And I was like, got it. Okay. Well, Well, agree to disagree. Wow. You didn't have list issues. (laughs) Yeah. So damn. That was shit's real. Yeah. Shit's real. You Mm know, Mm -hmm. you know, thanks for sharing the honest fucking story about what happened. Yeah. And not like everything's great. No, (laughs) no, it wasn't great. But, but then it was great. I mean, I mean, your experience of your wedding obviously was wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah. You could have a dress you hate. And still have a fantastic wedding. Yeah, that's what I would say to people. (laughs) I'd be like, even though I had like these little details that were upsetting, like the day completely knocked all those details away. Like you have a very happy memory. Definitely. You were telling the story of your wedding. You were like beaming. Yep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When you said like (laughs) everyone I've ever loved is in one room and how awesome that is. Oh, so great. Right. You can't help but smile. That's awesome. That was great. That was the greatest. I have another dumb story, or dumb question. Yeah. Uh, since you do like dancing and dance floors and stuff. So since specifically you love that. Yeah. Was there a song that you thought just brought everyone to the dance floor was like the song of the night? I'm always interested to find out what that is. If there wasn't one, that's fine. But some people have it. I will say we had we had a very good playlist. I had really discussed it with the DJ beforehand. And... We didn't want to go too obscure. We, we we did we played like we didn't play like anything overplayed, but we did not go too obscure. We we went with like the, yeah. the songs that people love to dance to. Yeah. yeah, and it it works every time. Like, don't be afraid of like, you know, <laughs> you know, doing happy by Pharrell. Like, people will get up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid of the top forty. No, don't be afraid of the top forty because yeah. they're gonna <laughs> dance to them. So, yeah. um, that was one thing. But the other thing was. We did like this New York, New York. And at the time, the New York song by Alicia Keys. Yeah. We did like, he like DJed it together with Frank Sinatra. Oh, like the Frank Sinatra? So it started with Frank Sinatra and it ended with that. And then he got mixed them together. And it was like, like, it was, it was epic. It brought down the house. It brought down the house. So he was like, he DJed the shit out of that song. Yes. I got a really good DJ. He was like, he wasn't like a wedding DJ. He was like a DJ DJ. Ooh. Uh Do you remember Um, his name? Yes. I don't know if he still does it, but his name was NSR. Okay. Literally, NSR. I think his name is Noah, but he was NSR. Yeah. You can Google him. He's in the New York area. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We love to give shout outs to people that like when you actually loved the vendor that you used. You oh, know? yeah. He was so great. He was great. <laughs> 
great That's DJ. Cool. And I went DJ, not band. My brother did a band mm-hmm. and it was also amazing. And bands have like a different, a whole different vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like to hear the songs the way people like, like to hear them to dance to. That's just my thing. Sure. So that I got a DJ. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. Love it. Oh man. Break it down. Wiki yeah. wiki. Wiki wiki. Um, you guys ready to do some confessionals? Yeah. 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 So um, Pam. Pam, yes. do you want to go first? I do. Okay. <laughs> Hit me. Dear wedding confessionals. I went to a wedding recently where the time came and went when the ceremony was supposed to start, but didn't. Everyone was seated. Groom and groomsmen already at the front. Bridesmaids walked down the aisle and then we waited. No sign of the bride. We waited some more, and we all started wondering if it was actually going to happen. I mean, what's the time limit on this before you can start thinking that this is going to be called off? It was about 20 to 25 minutes later when someone finally came up to the groom and whispered something into his ear. I thought, oh no, it's really not going to happen. I'd never been to a wedding that was called off, and this was looking like it was going to be my first. Not that I was excited about that or anything, but truthfully, I was a plus one. So if it was going to happen, I'm glad it wasn't a close friend or relative. (laughs) After the groom was informed about what was going on, we see him quickly fumble in his pocket, pull out a little piece of paper, read it, and then like magic, the bride appears ready to go. Uh, so it's back on? Anyway, we found out during the reception that the bride had slipped a note into the groom's pocket before the wedding, and he was supposed to read the note before she walked down the aisle, and she was going to wait until he did. So we all had to wait, because the groom never checked the pocket and had no idea it was even there. Communication at its best. The rest of the wedding and reception happened without any further delays, thank God, because I was hungry after waiting so long from secretly hoping it was called off. What? Crazy. Dope. (laughs) Your face. I am in (laughs) shock. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you guys give your opinion. No. uh, No, go for it. I'm I'm trying to figure out, first of all, the timeline. So the time came and went, and then it was another. So she was twenty five minutes late. So because and, so the wedding don't started. Start on time. No, but the twenty five minutes. Oh, they were they were in the front. That's what it says. Oh, bridesmaids okay. walked down the aisle, and then we waited. Everybody was there. What? This is crazy. This is crazy. I don't know this person. I'm sure she's lovely. But is she is she (laughs) this is crazy because you can't you can't do this a to your guests. But B, you have to communicate like they said communication at its best, like as a joke. But you can't you have to somehow tell the groom that there's something in his pocket. Tell the best man to tell the groom to check his pocket. Yeah, but if everybody's down the aisle, who's left to go run up? No, they should have told the either before. before but at that point, she True. should have been like, "All right, he's not going to read it. Whatever." Oh my god! Like it's a little bit. People don't understand. Even though a wedding is a, you know, your love, like it's it's, it's the a two people. Of, it's about the two people. It's also a little bit. There's like some showmanship involved. Sure, and like yeah. you can't. There's an audience. There's an audience, and people are hungry. Like she said, (laughs) and it's like, you got to just like, you tell him after. (laughs) Yeah. Whisper in his ear at some point and say, hey, check out the note that I left you in your pocket. Totally. I mean, if it didn't go the way you were planning 
that's going like don't just sit there and wait i think her mistake was letting her bridesmaids go down the aisle yeah i think that was where because if it had been like a little bit of a delay while she was like oh he hasn't seen the note yet can somebody was you know what i mean and then you get like a family friend i totally agree i think that like if it had been 10 or 15 minutes late no one would have given a shit or thought twice but think about it but if like the music's playing (laughs) right how long did they have to listen to that do 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 it's just like you stretch that yeah yeah well you know what happened at my wedding so um i mentioned it before on an episode but i accidentally got left at the bed and breakfast i was staying at without the keys to the car that was supposed to take me what insisted that everyone else go ahead of me because i was like i wanted to be like dramatic but also just feel like i shouldn't be there until it starts because there's nowhere for me to hang out because it's in a fucking field or an apple orchard or whatever (laughs) so it's like whatever my brother and i will drive he's gonna walk me down the aisle i'll show up like five minutes before i'm always a very punctual person at this point i've done the laps back and forth between this b&b and the 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 orchard so many times i know there's not traffic we're in rural maine yeah i know it takes 17 minutes done you know what i mean i'm gonna be fine yeah so my brother and i chill hang out watch college football like we're just chilling and then it's time to go and i'm like where are the keys and my husband had had the keys in his pocket oh no oh yeah so besides trying to figure (laughs) out where the keys were and then the keys have to be brought to me and then i'm officially able to drive so i'm like legit late he doesn't tell anybody but the friends he sent to pick me up and give me the keys so and like this guy we had hired that we didn't know was just playing the guitar it was like the friend of like a caterer was just like playing the guitar and we just paid him basically just play the guitar in the front with just whatever songs you want that are chill and then strum here comes the bride as i walk down the aisle like that's it right homeboy does like a 45 minute concert he's asking for songs like, oh. literally like what is everybody you like beatles and he just like goes uh. into like let it be oh my god this oh is my amazing gosh. it's just like he was like well i guess i'm here it's crazy <laughs> oh my gosh but like this is weird because my bridesmaids weren't at the front no this is like the wedding has started everyone at this was just kind of yes. chilling like no one like people were gathered and hanging out but were chatting but it wasn't like anyone was expected to be like this is the moment oh yeah but this is weird i, I have to agree with this girl who wrote this confessional that's funny you say that because i think it's written by a guy oh or a guy i don't know why i'm just getting the the vibe that it's like what is this why would i assume it's a girl that's not nice that's no it's fine no, why did i assume kidding. it was a guy okay um <laughs> What I but, really also, have you guys ever been to like somebody that got jilted in the aisle, like or at the aisle? No. no. On the aisle? At the aisle? What would you say? At. At? Is that the correct preposition? I think so. What would you do? In I that? don't. That would be so awkward. I know. Oh, I know. Guys. I mean, I've met people who like have gotten divorced very soon after because they made a mistake, but they still went through with the actual wedding because yeah. it was like everyone was there. Right. Yeah. And what is the time limit? That you're allowed to go? Yeah, and you could be like, like, "Well, I guess uh, this doesn't happen." I guess somebody makes the announcement that like we're not yeah, doing this. You basically stay. You can't. Put you until... can't go until an announcement's made. That's true, right? It's not like in college where it's like if a professor doesn't show up after ten minutes, class is canceled, right? Oh yeah, no people <laughs> will real. just people will just sit there because they're I like, would. "There's would, a wedding coming." I, I think would definitely yeah. sit until oh, someone told me that I shan't be sitting anymore. Uh, oh, of course. 100%. Also because I love drama and I've been like, I want to see this go down. Oh yeah. Where's the popcorn? Oh my God. <laughs> this is amazing. This oh. girl is a dope. 
Oh, man. I bet yeah. she's really sweet, though. You're right. She's probably a total sentimental. He'll just know the notes there. He'll I feel it. I don't know it. if she's He'll sweet. I'm getting it. a major Bridezilla vibe off of this girl. <laughs> like, he has to read the note in the pocket. It's like no one told him it was there. Brock just walked down she the aisle. She across as spacey and dumb to me. Oh, really? And not realizing how inconvenient and, and weird it is for everyone else. Like, it doesn't even occur to her. Like, I think she's psycho. <laughs> <laughs> is that mean? She is. Why would she do this? Oh, man. It's, it's like when you get mad at your husband and he's like, well, why didn't you tell me that? And you're like, you're just supposed to know why I'm mad. Like, you know, it's like, you. well, yeah. they are supposed to know, but you know, <laughs> they don't No, But you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, tell somebody you can't tell if you don't tell somebody that you're upset, they may not have any idea that you, they are. It's true. Yes. Communication's so, key. Yeah. yeah. Give people key. a chance to fix their mistakes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, confessional number two. Yeah. Now that we've it. decided if this girl is psycho or not. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, ladies, I'm in need of some solid advice. And from everything I've heard on your podcast, I know you'll give it to me straight. So I'm engaged. Yay. To a man I've dated for almost three years now. We now have been planning our wedding for six months and have six to go. I feel like there is the normal wedding stuff we argue about when two people are both involved in the planning process, but nothing we haven't been able to work through until now. What's the issue? Well, he has tattoos and I don't. It's not a big deal since clearly I'm okay with it. I love this man and his tattoos. Here's where the issue comes up. He doesn't want a wedding ring. He wants to get my name tattooed on his wedding finger instead and wants me to do the same thing. Like I said, I love this man and his tattoos, but I've never wanted one for myself. So I don't want one and I'm not thrilled about this being his wedding ring, but he really wants it and says we both need to do it. And why should it matter if we're both saying our vows that say we'll be forever together forever and it'll be hidden under my ring anyway, which is kind of my point. Why do I need to do it if no one else will see it? I really don't get why he's so fixated on this, but I need some help on how to get past this with the wedding still on from tattoo or not to tattoo. Oh my God. I'm in shock. Okay. First of all, (laughs) just short answer. Yes or no. Should she get the tattoo? Danielle? Uh, No, if she really, really, truly doesn't want it. No. Pam? I say no as well. I also say no. Because it's something permanent on your body. You shouldn't have to do that if you don't want to. Yeah. And tattoos are personal. Yeah. It should be what exactly. Like you should want it. Pam, do you have any tattoos? I don't. Pam, solo tattoo person in the room. I am, yeah. Let's let you take take the mic, Pam. (laughs) Well, it's funny because I, I do have tattoos. I mean, and you're right. They are personal. And my husband does not have tattoos really yeah I don't know why I assumed he did he has zero huh but what's funny is I uh I actually read this to him because I put the stories together and I read this one to him and he's like oh she should totally get it what that was my reaction I'm like whoa wait a minute I'm like you don't have any tattoos and he's like yeah but it's something that they're doing together and she's right you know she made all the points no one's gonna see it because it'll be under her ring he's like if he wants it and he's like I think that it's a sweet thing that they should do but then what if like they're going along and then they don't make it 
And then she's got this thing on her ring finger that she didn't want in the first place. It's his initial or whatever they put on it. And then it's like she wants to date someone new. And he's like, I really hate that you have that tattoo from your ex-husband. That's a little weird. I I, I wonder. I think that the, his point is that if it's permanent, like right. this is permanent, we're permanent. Like this is sort of you proving that. But you shouldn't mm-hmm. have, like, you're getting married. That's the proof. And everyone has different ways of expressing their love and showing their loyalty. Yeah. And yours is different than his. And that's okay. And that's what makes you guys interesting and fun is that some things you're going to have in common and some things you're not. Um, I also feel like this falls under, like, the very big topic of, like, consent in yeah. a way. Like, it's like, listen, he can want her to do it very, very badly. But at the end of the day, like... You can't hold it against her if it's she does it. Not her it's thing. her body. She has to be in charge of that. And don't you want her to do it because she's excited about it, not because it's a sad obligation? Totally. That sounds like, yes. you know what I mean? Just doing it just because, just to like ugh, appease you. Yeah. That's not really romantic. No. No. no I if wonder, it's his thing, then do it. If it's not her thing, then don't. I'm thinking, like, I'm looking right now. I have a very small band. You both have bigger, wider bands or whatever. If she's going a little wider. Mm-hmm. Is there, throw this out here, is there a compromise somewhere? Could you potentially get something else in a part of your body you wouldn't mind as much? Maybe you're not, it sounds like you're not a tattoo person to begin with, maybe, but if it's just like initials or your wedding date, you know what I mean? Somewhere that's like a little more reserved. Because the thing is that like a lot of people that do tattoos also do them in places that are kind of tucked away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like not everyone gets to know that I have a tattoo. And that's kind of something that gets revealed when you're more intimate with me or when you're ready we're in share. a warm climate. <laughs> so I'll say this yeah. to what you just said. I think that if she's comfortable with that compromise, she can offer that up as a compromise. But if she still just doesn't want a yeah. tattoo, then sure. No what way. if it, I was just thinking about, again, if you're not into this, whatever, I think that like the circle around your finger sounds really fucking tacky if we're being real. Yeah. I just, I'm just like, I'm not into that. So like that overall idea of the ring on the, like that part, like the tattoo of an actual ring on your ring finger, I think it's going to look, I don't know, unless you are really that vibe of a person. If it's like that makes sense with like you have, if a, you have of, a sleeve. Yeah. If you have like a cool <laughs> sleeve and that's like your vibe, yeah. that makes total sense. But if you're a person that wears like button up polos every day and like you're not that person, and this isn't really you like there are different styles of tattoos and there's some that are very minimal and very clean and very they feel a little bit more conservative yeah is there a way because i feel like a wedding ring band tattoo is pretty aggressive and pretty up there on the scale of tattoo versus like little bitty little dot it is little but it's one of those things like you're saying it's it's, your hand on your hand so it's a place that gets sun a lot and and they start to get a little blurry yeah. tattoos too. Oh, yeah. When, That's a good when point. they're in the sun a lot. So unless you're putting a lot of sunscreen. And also, um, it's a very thin area. Oh. So it's not really... I mean, I'm Ideal. not a tattoo artist, but I know yeah. a little a little bit. And sure. I don't think it's one of the best places too. So there's some ammo for you. Could she get well. like the... I'm just trying to think of creative ideas. Again, if you're into a potential tattoo somewhere else. Like the teeniest little heart on like the bottom of your hand where the ring finger is. Just like a little bitty thing. Like a little boop. No. You're making a face. You hate this idea. <laughs> well, I just feel like. She shouldn't do anything she, she doesn't want to do. If she that's doesn't want a tattoo, that's then no line. tattoo. Right. Yeah. 
But it's like, does she not want that tattoo? But this is what I'm concerned about because, you know, weddings are weddings and weddings are great. And that's what we're talking about. But here. it's but, marriage. But then you have a marriage that you have to deal yeah. with. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, OK, is this the guy for you? Because if he's like very, very frustrated that you're not going to do this thing that he wants you to do to your body, what else is he going to do down the line that... You know, right. what else can he make you do or try to make you do? Yeah. I don't if you know. don't want kids or kid number two or you don't want the house that you guys are looking at or, or whatever. Like, yeah. he, I feel yeah. like he I might be like, move. right. He might be like the Mr. Decisionator when you're just kind of like, you know, it's a partnership. So yeah. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. It could be in his defense. Just everything's heightened. Everything's emotional right now. He's thinking this is a grand romantic gesture and it's hard for him. Ruth. She comes in, she goes out. Bye, girl. Um, I wonder if I'm trying to see his point of view that doesn't make him sound like kind of aggressive because <laughs> he's coming across as kind of aggressive. He's well, it's yeah. interesting to us, but, it's, but like, it's interesting that when I read it to my husband who doesn't have any tattoos, he was like, oh, okay. Because yeah. he thinks it's like that guy's trying to be sensitive and yeah, passionate. and sweet. That's how, that's how he took it. So It's interesting. So maybe this is a really great guy who's just like, but still, yeah, but you still. definitely, the thing is, when it, communicate. we've had the conversation <laughs> and we've kind of bounced around different ideas, but yeah. you, it is something to be said that all three of us, our initial reaction was no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe if, she has to play this that's episode your, for him. Well, also, if it's her gut, if your gut tells you you don't want to get a tattoo, then don't get a tattoo. Yeah. yeah no. If it's not your thing, don't do it. And usually your gut reaction to whatever it is that you think you want or don't want is usually right. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. even sound like she's waffling. She's just trying to figure out how I should tell him. Yeah. So that's what she said, right? Yeah. Because we can talk ourselves in and out of probably anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And come up with excuses as to why we should or shouldn't do something. But if your gut reaction is, I don't want that, then that's probably what you truly want. Yeah. I think that the biggest convincing thing that I would say again to him, if you need to say something specific, because that kind of was the last question is how can I get him to get past this? Um, I think the idea again of showing, explaining that, everyone shows their loyalty and their love in different ways. And the way I'm showing it is I'm standing up in front of everyone I fucking know and I'm spending a lot of money and I'm circling this date for the rest of my life is a big significant moment. Like that's how important you are to me. Like it's a lot. That's big. Yeah. I'm marrying you. The the federal government is recognizing that you're my man. But also like (laughs) no one has a crystal ball. Yeah. And like no one knows how it's going to work out. We hope for the best, but it's like you never know what's going to happen. And then to have a tattoo if it doesn't work out, even though you meant for it to. But you can technically probably get it removed. You probably can, but it's expensive and painful. But yeah. Yeah. But don't get something (laughs) you don't want to get. Yeah. Yeah, that's Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't don't do it. If it's not your thing. You wore a dress you didn't really like, man. Mm -hmm. Right. That and was that was hard day. enough. And that was just a day. <laughs> that was just a day. Yeah. Definitely right. tell him that you do love him. You show it in different ways. And then the hard no. Yeah. And tell him to get over it. Also, yeah. you don't win every fight, buddy. Pick your battles, man. <laughs> yeah, this ain't it. This isn't the hill to die on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's lots yeah. more where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is only the beginning, guys. Yeah. Exactly. This, yeah. <laughs> um, number three. Let's go. All right. Dear Wedding Confessionals Gals, I had a near veil disaster before my wedding. My veil was on back order and wasn't going to come in until days before the big day. I was nervous about its last minute arrival, but everything with the dress had gone great, so I had a lot of faith in my bridal shop. 
that and I had so many other things to stress about. That one didn't hit the top of the list until it did. 36 hours before my wedding, the veil came in and it was the wrong one. I about died. I know veils look similar, but not even the length was right on this veil. The bridal shop worked its magic and somehow got me my veil. I don't know how they did it, but that's why they're the pros. From I never want to stress myself out like that again. (laughs) Okay. She really was stressed out about her veil. (laughs) She was really stressed out about her veil. Um, I mean, I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad it worked out. Did you have veils? No. Did you? I had a veil. Did you? I borrowed a veil, actually. Oh. It was my cousin's. She had... No, whose veil did I borrow? Um, I can't remember whose veil I borrowed, but I, I borrowed a veil. Was that your something borrowed? Yeah, it oh, was. Cool. That's why she was like, I have a great veil for you. And I was, I was like, great, I'll borrow it. Well, I mean, I imagine your nice. wedding veil, you just wear it that one day. And then it is something that you could borrow from somebody else because it's like, it's just sitting there. And I, yeah, I only wore it for the ceremony and then took it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say I totally understand when you're in wedding mode. Totally. This is one of those things that you're just like, oh, my God, could you just pile one more horrible thing onto this wedding planning? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yep. But like reading it now, being out of the wedding world, I'm like, it seems very minor. It seems minor in the grand scheme. But yeah, I think you're right. In that moment when you're in your little wedding head. Yeah. And it's just like it's. Everything is annoying you. You're exhausted. This is like days before, right? Like yes. this is yeah. Thirty six hours. Also, get a backup at that point. Shit. <laughs> I just think like a veil. I guess the length. I I, I'm I get not picky. it. I I wouldn't know how to be picky about veils. I wouldn't either. I guess like the the short veil versus the long veil. Like if you, if somebody had it, if you could get this short veil, but like didn't wasn't there another long veil or short veil, whatever side like. Yeah. In existence that you could have worn. Like it seems a little. I don't think. It, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But some people get very, um, you know, th- about the details. They yeah. get very obsessed over little things. And this has to be it. And everything has to be perfect. And one little thing you just, you know, messes up the whole the whole thing. Totally. So, uh, you know, luckily, who knows what this bridal shop did to make it right. But those are the pros, man. <laughs> they I had to are. deal every day with people losing their minds. Could you imagine? No. We got to get on somebody that works in one of those shops. Oh, 100% God you do. damn. That just be, uh, your whole life is just le- dealing with people that are just stressed out. Stressed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just, you're just like doing damage control like the whole time. You're oh, yeah. yeah. You're just a therapist. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I was just going to, I remembered one thing that happened at my wedding, detail oriented, that we noticed after and it always bugged me, but I didn't realize. So the florist came in and dropped off all the bouquets and under it was the box of boutonnieres but no one thought to look at the box underneath because all the girls got their bouquets and I didn't realize and like we walked out they didn't deliver it to the groom suite they delivered it to the bridal suite so we get to the place and I was like why do none of the guys have their boutonnieres and they were all (gasps) left in the hotel room so all the pictures are no boutonnieres and you paid for them too yeah I paid for them and they were there and they were beautiful and no (laughs) was wearing them and all all the pictures like you know it adds that bit of color yeah you can really like it's a little sad but whatever again shit happens shit happens you're still married (laughs) still married can't go back (laughs) 
Oh man. Well, I'm glad it worked out for you. And I hope, yes. it, yeah, I think maybe if you're listening and you are playing your wedding, it helps you to remember that weird things are going to go wrong. Yeah. Just write it out. And it also tells you that usually things can get fixed just yeah. like this. You know, there are solutions. You Somehow. just got to submit to the chaos. Yeah. It may believe. not be what you, com- you know, perfectly had envisioned, but it will, yeah, it's pretty close. you'll get there. Yeah. I figured out. Yeah. Believe in yourself. <laughs> God, this got so like I know. Yeah. At the yeah. end, I just like Deep. to give words of affirmation to everyone. So nice. You're worth it. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> There's no I in team. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're done. We made it through, <laughs> and we tapped out. <laughs> but we did. We made it through all the confessionals. Woof woof. Yeah. Um, and now we're going on to bridal breaks. Yep. Bridal Great. breaks. Bridal breaks for anyone who hasn't listened before are uh, tips we give to not only brides, but anyone who's helping to plan a wedding of something to do that has nothing to do with weddings so that you still have a balanced life that is full of interesting culture and, well, alcohol, because we got Pam on here. (laughs) (laughs) So that when you do have to go back to planning your wedding, you're a little more zen, a little more, you know, refreshed. Yeah. (laughs) Relax. Relax because you've had three of Pam's cocktails. (laughs) Uh, I want to try one. I know. Pam, what do you got today? So today I'm breaking my own rules and I'm giving two because they kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I'm getting You the say looks. that everyone else is only allowed to give one bridal break per episode. And you've now broken that rule twice. Yes. Yeah. So, rule breaker. So, well, okay, yes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to deny it. It's Awkward. true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So We're now in a fight. <laughs> today, <laughs> today's bridal break has um, two of my favorite things, wine and uh, Instapot. So... <gasps> So, um, uh, those of you who don't know the Instapot craze, there's... Do you have an Instapot? I have an Instapot. Oh, I want to get one so badly. I don't know why I keep putting it off. It's like a super crockpot, right? It is like a crockpot on speed because it takes everything that you would normally do in the slow cooker in eight hours and it'll do it in like minutes. Wow. It's so great. It's a pressure cooker. It's a pressure cooker. But it's like easy to use. Yeah. It's, it, Do you it's have got one? lots of buttons. And I don't have one, but I, my mom had one. And so we, I used it. And yeah. It was amazing. I love it. I love it. And, um, I actually, um, made some corned beef and cabbage last night in oh. mine where you normally have to cook it all day. I did it in an hour and a half. No. Wow. And was yep. it delicious? So good. So wait, is your first bridal break the Instapot? Yes. Okay, cool. So that's amazing. And um, because I I maybe subscribe to a few things about Instapot and, and recipes and new recipes and things like that, there is a guy with a blog. His name is David Murphy, and he has a blog called foodinservice.com. And he, his latest blog is how to make instant pot wine. <laughs> yes, please. What? He figured out how to turn grape juice into wine. In your Instapot? Yes. Have you done it yet? I have not because I just, the I just found this. The next time we record, I want to have this shit. But would it be super, super sweet? It is sweet. Okay, but that's like a sangria. But he said, no, he said, um, he basically says it's better than two buck chuck. That's kind of what. So if you if you're okay with two buck chuck, you're gonna be okay. It's like probably like a box wine. Wow, is it a red wine? 
Um, he said you can do different kinds. So I can't wait to experiment with this shit. I am so excited. We're gonna have to. such a fun night destroying <laughs> that dumb Instapot, putting weird it stuff takes in days, it. Days though, because oh, it's fermenting. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's like a two day process, and then you have to let it sit. So it, it's not gonna be ready by the next time we record. But I will definitely try this. Please and then do a science experiment in your little Instapot. Yes, and then bring the results over and try not to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> I will really fun. I will taste it first. Oh my god! I'll take one for the team. Oh man! <laughs> Have you ever had anybody's homemade out uh, like beer and stuff? I've yes. had homemade wine before. Yeah, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I I definitely have had some really terrible homemade beer before where I had to politely be like, mm, and be like, no. I've never tried homemade beer. It's, I mean, I'm sure some people were good at it. That guy was not. <laughs> <laughs> Find another hobby. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, well, that's really cool. Yeah. And yeah, we'll definitely link to that because I can't wait to. I, so see, they were combined, my two for one. You don't need to sell us. Just saying. Mm -hmm. I was happy with that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so uh, my bride break for the week is um a newer podcast i discovered um there's a stand-up comedian who i think is really funny named eliza skinner who's really cool and um she has a new podcast called cool playlist and the description for it is on cool playlist host eliza skinner and a guest create a playlist for a specific light moment event or occasion Okay. Um, so usually it's about 10 or 12 songs that go on the playlist. Um, I've listened to a couple episodes, specifically the first one I listened to was, um, hanging out at the mall in 1992. And the guest is Rhea Butcher, who also I love is a fantastic stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah. That's an amazing. Great. Yeah. So it's them <laughs> kind of going through like just what they think about in 1992 and just being in a mall, what malls were like, like it is about music, but it's also about just talking in general about, emotions and histories behind songs that you love and things going on in your life at that point. But the one that I'm listening to currently right now, um, the guest is Demi Adewijibe, who is, um, he was the co-host of Gilmore guys, but he's also a TV writer. I think he's now on, uh, the good place, mm -hmm. but he was the guest and <laughs> the episode that they're making the playlist is called first day in a very cool new outfit. <laughs> so it's all about the songs. You're just like strutting down the street and being like, I'm feeling my I'm leg. That yeah. is such a good idea. Yeah. Yes. So, wow. And the cool thing is, is that on her website, um, I think it's just coolplaylist.com. She also downloads the playlist so that you can just download the playlist yourself too. So uh, you can listen to the, the songs in the full because they, they play segments of it and they drop it out to actually talk about the songs. Mm -hmm. But you can actually just download the playlists. So you can also like jam out to the songs That's while great. in your new fucking outfit or going to the mall in 1992. So but the titles Love are just it. great. Getting over a crush. I suddenly have superpowers and got to figure out how to use them. <laughs> Coming home after a disappointing day. Oh. <laughs> um, hold on. There was one more that I thought was really funny. Um, eating fast food in your car alone at night. <laughs> We've all been there. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. These are amazing. I know. So, anyway, um, cool playlist, new podcast, a new uh, place to get playlists, man. Yeah. Um, Two what for do one. you have? Special guest, Danielle. Well, I feel like, okay, I have been watching... Um, I watched all of them like in one sitting. Yeah. Queer Eye on Netflix. Yes. It is my favorite. And it just like took me to a place where I was able to just like zone out in a good way and just like feel all the good feelings of 
people helping others and it was great yeah because i mentioned that on a bridal break a couple weeks ago oh really yeah but um I had not seen that many when I gave the suggestion. I just loved it already. I think I'd seen like two episodes, but yeah. now I'm not completely done, but I've definitely seen more. Yeah. I've cried really hard watching this show. Really? Oh, oh Did yeah. Did you weep? Weep. I mean, wept. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. so, so emotional. And like th- some of them really hit, hit you like, hard. I mean, mm. I real like, out loud sobbing ugly cries oh yeah and what i love about didn't expect it what i love about this one is that not only is it about helping somebody to like be a better version of themselves but it's also sort of has like a little bit of like a acceptance political spin on it how we need to like you know bring that to the table and i just thought it was just it's so well done and it just it really just hits on all those levels and so. that was a good feel good at the end of every story you're just like oh i love these guys totally Aww. and jonathan i mean jonathan is just like i need to be friends with jonathan. oh he's so fun the guy that does the hair oh yeah, yeah. love I, him i just finished the episode um where the guy was living in his grandmother's house that had passed away and basically had not changed any of the stuff in her house from the mm-hmm. 70s yeah and i I oh. will say that grandma had good taste well, for that this, time. For that time, she, it, was, like, she was like kind of ahead killing of her, it. Yeah, she yeah. was killing it. <laughs> like it looked amazing. It looked like a like a set from a movie. It was so beautiful and well taken care of. And I will say that it does says say thing nice things about that guy. Yeah, is that even though he moved into the grandma's house and didn't change anything, it was still like impeccably clean and t- well, like he clearly cared about grandma. Yeah, but didn't know how to move in and make it his own. Yeah, but Jonathan in that episode at one point. When the guy is being groomed, he's like, I know I wasn't supposed to make you uncomfortable and tell you that I'm finding you attractive now, but like, I don't know if we're going to continue this. <laughs> no, but he was like, but I like, so you're funny. so attractive. But like, you <laughs> yeah. look great right now. Yeah, I, like, I, don't, I know I'm not supposed to make you uncomfortable, but like, oh my God. <laughs> so just, good. He's so good. He was so funny. Yeah. He's so good. So I adore funny. him. I mean, they're all really great. Yeah. They're very cute, but he's clearly their star. Oh yeah. He's <laughs> so much fun. So yeah. Much fun. Queer eye, man. Love it. Yes. So I totally highly recommend getting into bed with your iPad and watching Queer Eye, which is what I do. Yeah. But there is something something about like snuggling up, especially in the evening and having the last thing you watch before going to bed be something positive. Yeah. And people doing good in the world and helping people and acceptance. Yeah. It's, like a, a it's a good vibe to fall asleep like, to. I, I watched Queer Eye one night and then the next night I watched Homeland and I was like, hmm, I feel different going to bed after watching <laughs> Homeland. <laughs> it's very stressful. Yeah, both quality yes. programming, but the results are different in the my heart. The results are different. So for end, calming yes. effect, don't watch Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, that's it. Oh my gosh, Danielle. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you Thank for you. coming on. Yeah. This was so fun. What a great, like, what a great, you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put positivity out in the world. I know. Also, thanks for letting us borrow your husband while we were setting this stuff up yes. in the beginning. My God, he loves you guys and he would come back and help you again No, if you ever needed it. So. We're going to take him up on that yeah. a thousand times. <laughs> Pammy. Yes. Do you know what time it is? Uh, yes. Is it quiz time? It it must be. It is. It's the end of the episode where we tell all of our listeners about all the different ways they can get in contact with us, all the different ways they can follow us. Mm -hmm. And the way that we do that and what should be for the listeners entertaining, but I actually just do it to torture Pam is a little quiz. Let me grab my little clipboard. She torments me. Grab my little pen. It's torture. You know what? It's good for you to keep your brain smart. 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 Keep your brain sharp. 
sharp. <laughs> what? Keeps your brain sharp. <laughs> you got it. Mine, not so much. But we're not here to talk about my, bra- about my brain. All about your brain. Okay. Okay. Pammy, Pammy. Yes. You ready? Ready. Okay. <clears throat> if you want to find out more information about this episode, like show notes or anything mm-hmm. else about the podcast, okay. what website should you go to? Weddingconfessionals.com. Correct. We are available and around and following other people and actively involved in three different social media sites. What That's are true. they? They are Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah. and Instagram. We got Instagram. The other question is a personal question. Okay. Which one is your favorite? Um, I really like Instagram. <laughs> Me too. You can tell we're totally more on Instagram, guys. If you have to choose one, choose Instagram. Find us on Instagram. <laughs> um, Pammy, if you want to find show notes to this episode. Yes. And little pictures mm-hmm. and links to all of the things that we've been talking about, including bridal breaks. Where do you go? Weddingconfessionals.com. Um, if you want to submit your stories, which we really want. Send us we your confessionals. Send us your questions. Um, there are three different ways for you to send them. There's an email address, Pamela. What is it called? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Um, do you know the phone number yet? No. Okay. That's this, yours. I know. I just didn't know at some point if you would learn it. It's well, okay. Eventually. It took me a long time to learn it. I got it, I think, in episode like 48. Um, so we also have uh, a phone number that you can call and leave us a voicemail. We don't even actually play your voice. We just nope. will transcribe it because, again, it's being anonymous. So if you want to go, um, uh, uh, it's fine. We'll take it out. Um, the number is, Pam, I'm turning the clipboard around uh, yes. so you can see it. Okay. The number is 434-933-2663. Yes. 434-933-2663. That's it. I'm going to admit that I kind of looked before turning the clipboard. Oh, so I wasn't 100% Cheater. ready. It's fine. At least I'm honest about my cheating. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other way that people can send us uh, their stories is going to our website and clicking on a tab that says what, Pammy? Tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. From there, you can yeah. just fill out a form. It's just really simple. You put in a name. It can be whatever name you want. Mm-hmm. And then a little box where you just tippity tap in your life story and all your drama and all your questions. And then yep. you hit submit. All of it. No email address. No phone number. Nah, just we don't a need that form. stuff. I yeah. don't really care. Nah. Not in a mean way, but just like we don't really use it. We don't sell it to anybody. We just want your stories. Yep. We want your hot gossip. Um The other thing is that on Apple Podcasts, they're always pushing us to have people rate and review us. So if you want to scoot on over there and give us a little review and also rate us a certain number of stars, which stars do you prefer, Pam? I personally prefer five. She likes five. It's true. (laughs) I like five. Um, So do you remember the name of the new podcast provider that started last week? Castbox. That's correct. So smart. You got a bunch now. Oh, do you want to time it? No. Okay. You know what? We won't time it this time. (laughs) We're not going to time it this time. We're just going to let it go. And you can just like let it flow and do really easy and confident answers. Perfect. Okay. I like it. You have to say CastBox again. Okay. Because people are listening on CastBox. They are. And we want to support CastBox. Yes. By saying it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pammy, how are the different ways that you can uh, listen to this podcast? What are the different podcast providers? Uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Google Play. Uh Uh-huh. Player FM. Yep. Stitcher, yep. Podbean, yep. Castbox, yeah. 
Podcast Attic, Podcast yep. Republic, Podcast Land, Overcast, Downcast, and Castro. Boom. Whoa. Yeah. This homegirl knows her shit. And you can listen to it all uh, and on all of those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All at once if you really just want to have like a stereo experience. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Surround sound yeah. of my nasally voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so that's it, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast. It, it was, was so much fun. Such a great time. Um, Pammy. Yes. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434 434- Nine three three two six six three. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.